It's the way. Yeah, it's the way. You ain't heard of us. Hey, Rams. Hey, hey welcome. What? Heard with us. If you look around for a word to trust, check the star seed journey. You can learn from us. Sex, sleep, drugs. What we gonna discuss? Whatever you need to be prosperous. Negativity superfluous. All we really want is for you to just be true to you and be who you are Cause you are a star and you will go far You can succeed at all of your dreams You'll get your degree and all of those things But you must take care of your health Cherish yourself, your body, your mental, your brains and your wealth You can have fun and still be well That's what we do here at The Wealth that discusses ways to be a healthier you. My name is Neil Iatis. I am the health educator who focuses on mental health at the Wellness Resource Center. My pronouns are she or they. Today, I'm joined by some very special guests and I'll allow them to introduce themselves. Hello everyone, my name is Nicole Jimenez. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And I also work closely with the Wellness Resource Center, part of the Peer Health Educator Program. Outside of that, I am a current graduate student in the School of Medicine's doctoral program. Hi, I'm Louisa. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm a junior psychology major and also a peer health educator for the Mindfulness, Stress, and Sleep group. So today, we're talking about overcoming the final stretch of the semester. We're beyond the midway point, it feels like fall weather, and it's almost time for the holiday season and final projects. Yes, this is a very hectic time of year, and the weather to me is less than ideal. But this time of year is also exciting due to the holidays and, well, all things pumpkin, apple, and cinnamon. This is my favorite time of the year, but it's also when I find myself to be the most stressed out. Yeah, so I want to talk about this idea of self-care and getting through some hurdles that we may be like facing this semester. What are some ways that you two engage in self-care? I try to practice self-care daily, but I am human and sometimes that doesn't happen. However, my go-tos are often meditation slash reflection, as well as taking time within each day to do something that brings me joy, aka Marie Kondoing. Some days it's simple, like putting on that new shade of eyeshadow, or other days it's having taco night with my friends. I agree with Nicole. I find that tidying up my space helps me clear my mind. I also like to journal to help me clear my mind, and I also like having alone time. Yeah, so you all have talked about some ways that you engage in self-care, and I wonder what can be some barriers for folks who want to engage in self-care, and what have been barriers for you in the past? Time. I often think we believe there is not enough time. Which, in essence, is kind of true. We have 24 hours within each day, and a portion is dedicated to eating and sleeping. However, I believe that managing your time is key. This can be very difficult for some, especially when we have school, work, and maybe even want to maintain a social life. I used to have a lot of trouble with this, but each day I'm getting better. I think there is a sense of guilt associated with self-care. I often find myself thinking, is this the best use of my time? Is there something more important I should be doing? When in reality, not taking time for self-care usually has a negative effect on me and causes me to burn out. Yeah, and I think those are some really real feelings, and I'm wondering, how did you two overcome some of those barriers that you faced? 
I found that using my Google Calendar or even a planner has helped me out a lot. I even put in those self-care times to remind me to practice self-care or take a breather. It also lets me see when I have too much of one part of my life in one day or week, say a lot of lab work on one day. What can I do for self-care on that very busy day? Perhaps lunch with a friend to help take a break, but also making it seem okay to take that break because eventually I have to eat. Or even one of my favorites is having dinner at a coffee shop and we're working on writing a data analysis. So incorporating self-care into my busy life. I've learned to listen to my body and mind more. I journal to see what is on my mind so I can work through that and I listen to my body. If I'm feeling tired or there's something I really want to do, I let myself do that without feeling guilty. Like Nicole, I think a lot of it has to do with planning, being able to see that I do have free time and do have time to get my tasks done. Since I plan things out, I don't tend to worry that there is something I need to get done urgently during my self-care time. Yeah, so I'm hearing that building in self-care into your schedule can help you be more successful at adhering to that. So what advice would you give to someone who is reluctant to build self-care into their schedules during this busy time of year? I know we sometimes put self-care lower on our priority list due to the grant deadline or the presentations next week or maybe that exam tomorrow morning. However, putting in that time of 15 minutes to reflect on your day or practice positive self-talk or even setting up items to look forward to will make juggling all those stressful items more manageable. It helps you be more productive. Taking time out of your day to take care of yourself can help you recharge. I find that when I don't take that time, I'm just overwhelmed with all the things I have to get done. When I take that time, I can reflect and see that it's not as overwhelming as I may think. Well, what advice would you give to someone who doesn't even know where to start on their self-care journey? First off, you're listening to this podcast. That's great. You're taking the time from your day to inform yourself on wellness. Two, the Wellness Resource Center website. This is a treasure trove of information on what is self-care, what is mindfulness, and there are links to many meditation apps. Also, the Wellness Resource Center has a room called the Resilience Lab, which offers guided group meditations, but also you can come in for one-on-one meetings to use the HeartMath program, which uses heart rate and breathing techniques to help build better ways to manage stress. And also, once again, using your calendar or planner in setting times to practice self-care. I think self-care is a very personal journey. Not everyone finds the same things to be helpful. I know when I first started practicing, there was things I tried out, and I was like, maybe this just isn't for me. The Well has many different resources to try out on their website, like Nicole mentioned, and I suggest trying out different things and finding what works for you. A good place to start is also just thinking what brings you inner peace and joy. Yeah, I think those are some great ideas, and I think sometimes folks think of self-care as like just another way to like survive or just like get through. So more than surviving, how can you tell when you're thriving in certain aspects of your life? I can tell when I leave work or school feeling productive and happy and not dreading waking up at 6.15 a.m. for a meeting the next day. Overall, I'm feeling relaxed, but it's in an active way. I want to say graduate school can be tough and is a lot of work, but if you are able to manage your time and make an effort to practice self-care, it makes grad school less of a monster to conquer. I feel like I'm thriving when I'm 
find genuine happiness and find joy in everyday tasks and don't feel like I'm dragging myself from one thing to the other. I think when you take time for yourself and reflect, you find even the most unbearable tasks to be a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah, and I want to mention and go back to um, this program that Nicole mentioned earlier that we started at the Wellness Resource Center called the Resilience Lab. Um, which was started to help students manage stress and build resilience and start taking care of themselves. Um, and this lab offers one-on-one -on -one appointments that allows students to work individually with a staff member of the Wellness Resource Center who identifies ways to reduce stress, improve resilience, and practice relaxation techniques with our biofeedback software. So the biofeedback technology allows students to see and understand and control how their emotional state, such as feeling stressed or angry um, or practicing feelings of care or gratitude can influence their psychological well-being. How do people sign up for appointments? People can sign up on our homepage at thewell.vcu.edu. And if you scroll down to where it says HeartMath Resilience Lab, you'll see a link that says appointment calendar where you can access a whole calendar of open appointments. And it will show you the times and locations of the appointments as well. So we offer appointments on both the Monroe Park campus and MPV campus. And all you have to do is log in with your VCU student ID and sign up, they're totally free. Does the Resilience Lab offer other services? So we also offer self-guided use of the lab. So in case you'd like to explore the biofeedback devices on your own, um, you can sign up for an appointment by about 30 minutes and you sign up the same way as a one-on-one -on -one appointment on the online calendar. So you're welcome to come in, play around with it, and just drop in. On Wednesdays at 2.30 at our office at 815 South Cathedral Place, students can also come by to our weekly group meditation sessions. These are 20-minute meditation sessions that feature different types of mindfulness meditation, so you can decide what type of meditation works best for you. And all of these tools are a great way to practice self-care, as mindfulness has been shown to reduce issues like stress, anxiety, and depression, which many of us know somebody who has experienced these issues or may have experienced ourselves. And I was just wondering, have you two engaged in meditation or self-care, um, or for self-care? Have you two engaged in meditation for self-care before? And if so, what was that like for you? Yes, and I know I should more frequently, or I guess consistently. I like the apps like Headspace, or every so often I will visit a free clinic either on campus or with various groups around Richmond like Lucid Living. However, I really enjoy just taking 30 or so minutes to just be and let the thoughts flow and acknowledge them. And if bad or not productive, to greet them and then send them on their way. Because we don't need all those negative thoughts gunking up our headspace for what our brain actually needs to get done, which in school is to learn. I find it harder for me to engage in group guided meditation, so I do prefer to meditate alone and just be alone and let that be a time for just me. I think everyone should try out different types of meditation and even different types of instructors and find what works for you. Yeah, I completely agree. Even down to um, the way somebody's voice sounds as they're leading you through a meditation can make all the difference for you. 
Um, and there's so many different types that I second in Nika and saying, like, I encourage you to try different things that have worked for you. Um, and I also wanted to ask you two about an event that the true health educators are doing in the upcoming weeks to work on self-care. Can you two tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, one of our events is called Health for the Holidays, and we're offering this event on both campuses, one at the Lyric Student Center on the MCV campus and in the Commons Lobby on the Monroe Park campus. Our peer health educators at the Wellness Resource Center are putting a program on to practice self-care throughout this stressful time of year. We will be creating customizable mindfulness journals, which are very popular right now, well, we understand mindfulness is very personal, so we do want to make it personal where you get to choose your own needs and goals. So I just want to say a special thanks to my co-hosts, Louisa and Nicole, who are peer health educators at the Wellness Resource Center. Check out their events on November 18th and 19th to get your self-care on. To find out more information about upcoming events, check out our website at thewell.vcu.edu. And can you believe the holidays are coming up? Tune in next time as the staff at The Well discuss some easy tips on how to have a healthier holiday. Be well.